Uh, welcome to Beware of Strangers. My name is Gary. May I have your name, please? My name is Holmes, and that's Holmes with an L. Holmes with an L. Well, I really appreciate you being on the show today. Um, if this is your first time listening to Beware of Strangers, we are a podcast where we find strangers on the internet um, via Twitch, Omegle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever we can find a stranger to come and talk to us. Um, I do appreciate you being on again, sir. And um, what is it that you do for a living, sir? Well, I work in the school system here. I'm working maintenance. I'm a caretaker at an elementary school. Oh, cool. So um, how old are you? I am 44. 44. Awesome. So how long have you been doing the, the maintenance thing? Um, let's see. I'm going into my 17th year now. Oh, as, nice. As, as scary as that sounds. You yeah. know, my, my son is uh, a little over 16, and uh, I started doing this work shortly shortly after he was born. So, yeah, I'm going into my 17th year. That's awesome. So did you, did you just know you had a son come in and like, you know, like I got to find a job. So you just did it and just stuck with it or. No, actually um, at the time um, I was a part-time employee with the postal service here in the Toronto area. And uh, it was, like I said, it was only part-time. Uh, my son was born and uh, I needed, uh, I needed more money. I needed uh, to be able to put in those hours to provide. Yeah, and it yeah, and it just um, it just lined up. Literally, he was born in April, at the end of April, and at the end of May, I was starting my tenure with the school board. Nice, nice. It's funny how things fall into place like that, isn't it? It really is. It was uh, the symmetry was was just it couldn't have been any better. It just it worked out perfect. Yeah, it's weird. People's like, oh, you know, things will happen when they're supposed to. That's a common phrase you hear, and like, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. And it's, it's like the older I get, the more I realize that's so fucking true. You know, like, it's just crazy. It really is. Um, today in the world, it's 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 with all the technology and everything is so busy for anything to line up properly. Uh, by chance is pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, usually when it lines up like that, a computer did it, you know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. AI did it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I was like, we met on Instagram, but it's crazy. It seems like I get most of my guests off of Instagram. Um, I was looking at your profile after, did I DM you or did you DM me to be on? Um, Actually, you DM'd me, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I noticed you were from, I've been trying to find someone, I was like, I realized I'd never had someone from Canada on. I was like, I really want to get someone from Canada on and just see what it's like up there, you know? Right. That's high on my bucket list to go there, by the way. Well, so I live I live in Ontario. Um, my residence is in Toronto, but uh, most of the photography that I've done on Instagram uh, happens up at my cottage in Halliburton, Ontario, which is a, a beautiful place of the world. So if it you is. ever do if you ever do make your way up this way, uh, I recommend that you go into the Halliburton Highlands area for sure. A lot of yeah. water, tons of lakes, and as you can see, the scenery is just beautiful. That yeah, that's where I go. It's it's just a beautiful place. It's yeah, it really uh, it's, it's sad this time of year because literally this past weekend we closed it up for the for the winter because it's not accessible. That's kind of a drag, but I'm so blessed to be able to go there. Yeah, I'm so it's lucky. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Your um your photography is awesome, man. Your your page is really sweet. Um. So is that just something you do for for fun on the side, or do you monetize that, or what's up with that? Um, I'm trying to grow it. We'll see where it goes. 
I just, I've always, let me take that back. I don't want to say always. When I was in high school, I started to dabble in videography and photography. And as the years go by, you know how it is. Uh, you get busy, you get working, family comes along. But photography was something that was always, um, I don't want to say a passion for me, but it was very much something that I did that kind of relax and and um, just sort of get lost in my photography, if it, if that makes any sort of sense. It does, and it 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 shows on your on your Instagram. If that as weird as that sounds, it just seems like you'll just have to go check it out. Do you want to shout out your Instagram so anyone listening can go go check that out and follow you? And, and... oh, sure, I'd uh, love for anybody to check it out or follow. It's Chance Reflections Photography. Um, the reason why I named it Chance Reflections is I don't spend a lot of time lining up my pictures. I I I see something. I see I, I see an image. I want to take it. I take it. If I overthink it, it, to me it doesn't turn out as well. So all my photos are kind of taken by chance, hence right. chance reflections. Yeah, it shows, man. It shows like all your photos have that feel of like natural, um, like maybe you were just sitting there drinking coffee behind the camera type deal. You know, is what I, what I what I get from it. Absolutely. Um, one of the reasons why I love to take. Uh, pictures of the sunset is uh, a little over three and a half years ago. Um, my mom passed away, and um, up at the co- well, thank you. And up at the cottage where most of those photos are taken, my mom would sit down by the water, and no matter what, she, she just loved the sunset. And being a little boy hanging out with my mom, I guess that kind of stuck with me. So whenever I see a beautiful sunset, I usually think about my mom and I capture it. And I try yeah. to share that. Right on. Yeah, man, you, you take awesome photos. What kind of what kind of camera gear and equipment are you are you working with here? Well, it's funny. Uh, I have a Nikia camera that I spent about eight hundred dollars uh, to buy. It takes great pictures, but to be honest with you, I use my LG phone yeah. for the most part. The phones mm-hmm. today have just replaced everything. What can't yeah. you do with your phone, right? Yeah, the cameras are getting insane, man. Oh, totally. Yeah, like all my friends are posting photos that they've taken with this, uh, with the new iPhone 11. And I mean, that thing is crazy. I'm an Android person myself. Um, I got the Note 9 right now. It's got got a damn good camera on it, but I have to give credit where it's due. And the iPhones in the camera department, man, they just slay. Well, I think for sure when it comes to cell phone technology and camera phones and it being a, a small entertainment device, the iPhones got the market. Oh yeah, that's a fact. I'm an Android user myself. Um, I just kind of stick with the Android because I'm so used to to using it. Yeah, it's, same. It's it's easy for me to keep track of. My two kids have all the iPhone, Apple products, and I have to if I have to use any of that equipment, I'm lost. Same, same. Like my <laughs> my fiance would like throw me her phone and be like, "Hey, check this." You know, I'm like, "How do I even?" I don't even know how to open this thing, like, and I don't really want to learn, so I'm team Android, so I'll die probably. Yeah, I get a lot of the uh, looks from my kids with the eye rolls of, really, Dad, you don't know how to do this? And it's like, yeah, yeah I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, so um, no, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say, somewhere along the line, I went from being a, a young kid, a young man myself, to this older guy, and some of the stuff has passed me by. I, I sit back and I go, wow, I'm, I'm starting to become my dad. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the time waits for no man, you know, so. That's, that's right. I'm at the point now where I just embrace it. Like, I'm 36, getting ready to be 37. I have a 17-year-old son, a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, and I have a daughter on the way who will be here February 14th. Well, um, congratulations. Thank you, sir. Um, I just embrace it. I'm like, you know what? You work a nine-to-five. You come home and you enjoy going to sleep at 9 p.m. Just all the old man things that that people do. And one day you just wake up and you cross that line from being semi-young, wanting to be young, but getting old. And then you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm getting older and I embrace it and I like it. And once I accepted it, I feel a lot better about it. (laughs) You know, like. Well, it's like that uh, saying that's I think is probably worldwide. Um, you know, you're guaranteed two things, uh, death and taxes and growing yes. old, growing old goes along with that. Absolutely. Um, it's not easy, uh, seeing those gray hairs come in or that hairline receding, but it is mm-hmm. a fact of life and you just, you have to go with it. If you don't go with it, that you're really going to have a miserable time of it. And, uh, the yeah. world's, a, the world can be a miserable place enough as it is. And so we don't need to make it worse. Agree, man. Agree. And yeah, my grades are definitely coming in, but you know, it's, it's cool. I just embrace it, man. And, and roll with it. Well, Hey, listen, um, you know, that salt and pepper bearded mustache look is in. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, people pay money for this, you know, God That's bless right. me with this naturally. That's right. I see that my, my daughter was showing me, they have a, like gray spray in for their hair to make their hair gray. And I'm like, why would wow. you want to do that? Like, it's going to come soon enough. <laughs> just just wait. It'll be here. <laughs> I guess. I don't know who the hell would pay to feel like this, but okay. Yeah, no kidding. I, 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 But then again, some of the stuff I see on the internet nowadays just makes me scratch my head. So It does. It does. So, I mean, you you said you're 45? 44. Yeah, 44. I, just tur- I just turned 44. So you remember, you know, when you were a kid, there was no internet. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, there was no internet. I was uh, telling my nephew just this past weekend because he was up at the cottage with us and he was a little bit bored because there's no Wi-Fi, there's no this. And I just said to him, I said, you know, back in the day, your dad and I, I mean, we found our fun just by stepping outside and just getting lost in our imagination <laughs> or playing with dump trucks or going fishing or whatever it is. And now it just seems like... The youth of today, it's just, they're so reliant on their technology. It's, it's a completely different existence. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, my son's 17, and he's he's the same way. Like He's always got his phone. He's always playing video games. He knows everything there is to know about computers and yeah. whatever. <clears throat> I mean, he grew up with watching me me doing all that stuff, though, too. So, Well, hey, listen, it's the world that they're born in. If we were born in this time, we would be the same way. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, so, I'm sure you remember when we were kids. Like it was a a real big deal when the when Nintendo came out or Sega came out, and the oh the, game, the games were so archaic. But to us, it was the greatest thing ever. Oh yeah, right? yeah. My brother, he's uh, he just turned 42, and uh, we got a Nintendo for Christmas in like probably 80. Mm, probably 89 or so somewhere around in there late 80s and man you couldn't tell us anything we stayed up for days playing that nintendo on a little tiny box tv and it was like mind-blowing 
I'll never forget that. Like, that was my first taste of technology, man, and I fell in love. Well, I remember <clears throat> it probably would have been closer to maybe 1983, 84, somewhere around there. Um, we got this system called the Intellivision. Yeah, yeah. And um, that was just eye-opening. Couldn't believe where technology was going, not even giving a thought of where it was going to go. Because if you turn on a machine now, it's if you're playing, you know, Madden football, it's like you're watching a football game. Yeah. It's like you're there. Like the, it's just, it's crazy. It's getting close, man. And now they're doing like the augmented, augmented reality mixed with the virtual reality mixed with the incredible graphic processing power. I mean. Oh. It's gonna. It's getting to the point where, like you know, on Star Trek, you just step into the holodeck and just go to a different fucking world, man. You know what? I think you're absolutely right. That's where it's heading. I mean, it might not be here while you and I are on this earth, but it's coming. It's yeah. absolutely coming. Yeah, it is, man. That's crazy. Um, speaking of the earth, you guys have some beautiful national parks in Canada, man. Have you been to any? Um, well, up north where uh, my family's cottages is not too far away from Algonquin Park, mm -hmm. which is a huge provincial park. And uh, yeah, I've I've only it's it's so big that I really I've only been in a small southern portion of it. Right. It is a huge, huge area uh, full of, you know, camping grounds, you know, you name it. There's also uh, not too far away from from me as well as a place called uh balsam provincial park i do believe balsam yeah. lake and park i get there's so many places to go so many parks yeah yeah one that always sticks out to me is uh jasper national park the views there man that's well, well i guess back in 2000 and 2010 when vancouver had the winter olympics um you got to see, you know, the west coast of the country and Canada, even the United States and Canada. We have it's such a vast land and it's so big. And, you know, you go from the west to the east and the, the everything changes, but it's gradual. You go from the, the mountains to the prairies, you get into Ontario and the rock, and then you get out to the east coast. It's just we really have some beautiful places up here in Canada for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. So other than photography and working, what kind of stuff do you do in your free time and spare time, man? Well, I'm a sports fan. I'm a okay. big-time sports fan, so um, I enjoy that. Um, really, it takes a lot of my time is taken up with, you know, just work and, and uh, I, know that. I, got, I, got, I, got, uh, I got two kids, um, like I said, uh, 16 and 13. So they're, you know, growing up fast. Watching that's just life is just going at a rapid pace. I also I've, I dabble a little bit in in uh, building models. I'm kind of a, a World War II buff, so I like making uh, model planes and tanks and things like that. Also a big documentary watcher. Um, I love watching a good documentary. I, I try to learn stuff. Most of the yeah. stuff that's on TV nowadays is pretty mind numbing. Yeah, so. absolutely. I like to get something that I like to watch something that uh, stimulates my brain a little bit, gets me to think. Yeah, no doubt, man. I have I have trouble like I can't stay focused long enough to watch a movie or a series of shows or anything. And my fiance is like, "What the hell's wrong with you? You can't even sit down and watch a movie." And I really can't. Like, I'll be 
if we pop on a movie and I agree to watch it, like I'm sitting there in hell. I'm like, damn, I want to grab my phone and look at different shit. You know, like it's crazy, man. It's I don't know. Yeah, if it's from technology or what? There's very few movies um, that grab me enough that I want to sit and watch it. I'm a lot like you. Either either I get bored or I get a little stirred up or or when I just it's hard. It's hard to sit and concentrate and watch a movie unless it's really good. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just picky. I don't know, but uh, I, I. Do you think that's technology spoiling us though? Like to where if we sit down and watch a movie, we're forced to watch that one two hours about the same thing. But like with technology and YouTube and 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 Google and all this crap, we can go look at twenty different things in in a ten minute period. You know, like. I think uh, I think that's definitely definitely a contributing factor i also think that we're just so uh inundated with with media that you have so much choice like when we were younger you had a vhs or a beta and that's you know you went to the video store and you rented a movie and it was one movie and you watched it from beginning to end now everything is just at your fingertips that you know everything is rapid so yeah, I think definitely technology has spoiled us to the point where we can't even pay attention for too long. Yeah, definitely. And now, I've never seen a beta myself, but I do remember when my grandmother got the first VCR that I've ever seen. Right. And it was like a fucking family ordeal that we all came in and like watched her fucking unbox it. This was before YouTube <laughs> unboxings, okay? Yeah. We were yep. all in there in fucking shock and awe while she's in there like taking this big clunky VCR out of the box. And then yep. she made the biggest deal of programming it, like <laughs> programming the time and uh, set setting recordings and the channels. And like, I mean, it took like three to four days of her just programming. I'm like, can we watch a freaking movie now? <laughs> well, I, re- I, re- I remember when my parents brought home uh, VCR for the first time, my parents rented it. Oh, wow. And, yeah, that's how expensive they were. My yeah. parents didn't even buy it. They rented it. And it was a huge ordeal. And then I remember I, I felt like it seemed like forever, but I know it wasn't. But my mom and dad started recording television shows and recording movies. And the next thing you know, they had this big library of all these VHS tapes of movies they had recorded. And it's just, uh, and, and like you said, it was such a big deal. I remember when my parents brought home a microwave for the first time. That oh, was wow. a huge deal. Oh, they've yeah. got this little box where you can stick stuff in and it's heated up in 30 seconds. It yeah. was like, wow. <laughs> you know, such a big deal. Yeah, it's crazy, man. That's crazy. That was, that was what, back in the early 80s probably, right? has to be somewhere around there yeah so that's cool um so you just watch movies but you build a lot of models you build ships or Um, tanks right mostly tanks and airplanes oh Um, nice and i also i have a friend of mine that i work with and he's really really talented and really really big on building models and painting and he's got the big airbrush system and i mean he's really good at it and I've tried to stick with just painting everything by brush and yeah. using cotton using cotton balls to kind of make things look like mud. It just it, you know when my my uh, like I said my mom passed away a few years ago. So uh, when I get when I was really going through a stressful time with that and I was also in the middle of uh, getting a divorce, I found that um model making just 
took me away, took my mind off things, relaxed me. And yeah. and when when you're done and it turns out, you know, it looks good, you know, it's it's pretty cool that you did all that by hand and you, you painted it by hand and you took the time to put the, you know, finishing touches and accentuate the details of it. It was, it's a... Uh, it's something I enjoy doing. I wish I had the space and the time to do more, but unfortunately, real life gets in the way. Yeah, that's good that you that you 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 use that as an outlet. You know that what you just explained. You know, going through the, everything with your with your mother passing and um, the divorce and everything. That's when a lot of people, man, they turn to drinking and drugging, man. And the fact that yeah. you could use some models that's that's a healthy outlet. I feel like you know. Well, uh, um, the unfortunate part in experiencing life for me anyways is i've seen a lot of people go down that way and yeah. um yeah, it's so too. it's so easy to do mm-hmm. i mean and um i just know myself and uh if i didn't do anything and if i didn't <clears throat> excuse me if i didn't do anything and didn't find an outlet that yeah you you end up going down a road you don't want to go down and a, a road that you might not be able to come back from yeah and it also gave me an opportunity to try and get my kids to sit down and do something and uh, put some time in. Didn't wasn't so successful, but like you said, the technology just spoils us. So for kids nowadays to look and build a model, they couldn't possibly put the time in for that. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because you know people will ask me what you know when they when they find out I have a seventeen year old son, they're like, oh, what what's he into? I'm like, honestly, he fucking lays in his room on his phone all day. I don't know what the hell he's doing on that thing. Who yeah, I, I'm sure you might have had this conversation. You see your son, he's on his his device, and you, you ask him, hey, what's going on? And at least I get this with my son. He looks up and he says, well, I'm bored. <laughs> he's always like, nothing. Right? And it's like, okay, well, wait. Let's, let's go outside and do something. It's uh, No, I don't want to. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I want to let him be bored. That's right. That's right. I just want to be bored. <laughs> yeah. I'm bored. I'm learning a million things at once, but I'm bored. That's right. That's right. You definitely look at them sometimes and say, how can you be bored? Yeah. How? You know? But, like I said, we said earlier, it's a different different place, a different world we're growing up in. Absolutely, man. So, um, normally what I do, um, you already gave out your Instagram. Do you have any other plugs or, or any other, you know, PSN names or anything you want to throw out there, websites, anything like that? Um, no, not really. Not at all. Okay, cool. So normally then I just ask people, um, you know, what is your race, religion, and your sexual orientation? Well, I'm Caucasian, um, straight, and what was the other one you asked? Religion. Um, I'm non-religious. Okay. I just, I totally believe in that people can believe in what they want. Just be respectful to each other, care about your neighbor, and yeah. you know, just we're in this we're in this world together. We're on this planet together, and that's not going to change. So we we all just need to you know respect each other and and uh, you know just be kind. There you go. Yeah, that's a good that's a good one, man. Like it's um it's crazy because. A lot of religions, even though they're trying to get, I feel like a lot of religions try to get people to be better people, but they kind of leave that part out about like respecting the fact that other people can think differently than you do. 
That seems to be really lost in the world today. Like up here in Canada, we're in the middle of a uh, uh, election campaign, and even it's in politics now. It's like, you know, we're right. No, we're right. You know, it's just the respect factor I find between two people and groups of people is on the decline, and that concerns me. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of is there. There's not a whole lot of violence in Canada, correct? Um, comparatively speaking to a country like the United States or some other places, no, there's not. We're, we're very lucky that way. But in my time on this earth, I mean, I see a swing in direction of how things are in Canada. You know, we're, we're kind of modernizing, uh, the way we look at politics compared to the rest of the world. And it's, it's, it's changing and where this is going to lead to, I don't know. But it's it's changing. Yeah, a lot of Americans, you know, really envy the way you guys have uh, your your politics set up and your the way your governments ran and operated. And um, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, like the healthcare system and everything, how it's in place up there. Well, as a Canadians and as a Canadian, we have a we have a lot to be proud of. Yeah, and absolutely. and for a, for a long time as a nation, I don't think we outwardly expressed that. Um, you know, we're very, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, but like you know, we're we're a society where we we don't we don't toot our own horn a whole lot. Yeah, right. But you know, that's starting to change. But yeah, Canada, we have a you know, we have a lot to be proud of with our system, and I think as Canadians, sometimes we forget that. We really do. With uh, with media coverage, I mean, we watch and see so much American television and American news that I think sometimes you forget where you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah and that goes back to, like you said, you guys don't toot your own horn, but like I feel like I- I- Americans are like, we're fucking Americans. We fucking rule everything. We rock. You watch <laughs> well, us speak our fucking language and watch our television. Yeah, um, you know, uh america sometimes i guess if you look at it from the outside it's like that it's like that real popular jock in high school (laughs) you know he gets all he gets all the women you know yeah that's a great analogy man yeah looks good all that sort of stuff you know um within what deep within himself he's like a giant piece of shit human like the worst <laughs> well listen you know what i look at it this way uh today today it's very easy it would be very easy to take a shot and run all over what's going on in america right now but i mean i look at it this way there is a a vocal minority uh throughout the world that's it's a small group of people they're very vocal they seem to have all the say but there's still the the silent majority of people out there. I think just want to get along and live life and 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 you know, not not have any issues in their day. And that does, and I think that goes for everybody, not just Americans, Canadians. So that's that's I think that's worldwide. Yeah, that's like the um the ultimate human goal. I feel like you know, or it should be. I don't think it is, but it should be. I, you know, and I think that's the goal. Uh, I think that's the goal for the majority of the average person out there. You know, the one that gets up and goes to work every day. They have a family. 
Maybe they have a home, you know, and they just want to have some sort of happiness and peace in a, in a world where that's so hard to do. I mean, the political landscape in the United States right now is just, it's crazy. You can't escape the chatter. You know, it's everywhere. It's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know how some American people keep their sanity right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I just don't. I <clears throat> The way I do it and the, how I maintain here is um, I just try to, like, <sighs> ignorance is bliss type deal. Yeah, I just literally yeah. don't turn on the TV. If I see a stupid headline on an article, I try my best not to click it and read it. Um, I stay away from television. I don't listen to the radio. Um, I do. I do get on YouTube and browse the internet a lot, though, man. Like, so sometimes I'm force fed. <laughs> you go down that YouTube vortex, man, and you can you can go to a lot of places. Because <laughs> yeah. I have the same problem. Sometimes I get on this YouTube run, and it's just yeah. By the time you're done, your your palms are sweaty, your blood yeah. pressure's high. Yeah. But the problem with YouTube is that it the same thing that makes it great is the same thing that makes it bad like anyone can get on there and post whatever they want if they're good at like video editing and um, recording and they can make their stuff look clean they can make it look official you can have an official news channel from your fucking bedroom at your grandma's house so the the bad thing about that is anyone can feed you their opinion but that's also what makes it great but you got to be careful because with me it'll be you know i'm working at 8 a.m in the morning and here it is 2 a.m and i'm fucking watching some video about how lizards are running the fucking government or something like it's crazy (laughs) and if i don't be careful i'll fall into that shit so oh absolutely and and i use um with my social media accounts, I guess, especially with Facebook, I've done a lot of hiding and unfollowing and blocking yeah. because it just sometimes it's just so, so crazy. And you know what? Pretty much it's stupid, a lot of it. It's just, to me, it is. It's just over yeah. the top. When Facebook first started, it was supposed to be a place for you to reconnect with your friends. Now yeah. it's used as, now it's used a, I know this sounds harsh, but now it's kind of used like a brainwashing tool. Oh, absolutely. Right. 100%. That's why I deleted my shit. I had to. I was, I noticed myself like, um, and I noticed this just out of the blue. I would, I would feel strongly about any, we'll just say whatever situation. Okay. I would have a strong opinion and, and, and strong beliefs deep rooted at a certain belief. And, after being fed so many Facebook posts and so many fucking ads, I would start to find myself being like, you know what? I do feel the way Facebook wants me to feel. And it was fucking scary. So I literally deleted it. Like I deleted it for a while and then like a month and I'm like, I'm going to turn it back on just see what everybody's up to, you know? And then I, I turned it on and everybody, all the posts were the same. My friends were posting the same shit. My, I was getting the same ads. I'm like, you know what, man? Fuck this. And I fucking deleted it. I haven't been on Facebook for about a year, man. It feels good. I feel like, uh, I don't know, I feel more connected to, to, to the, it sounds the real like part. You, it sounds like what you did is quite wise. Yeah. I, know what I've, well, I know what I've tried to do with myself is limit the time that I go on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I try to, I've tried the, I will only look at it if I see I've got a notification. I'll, you know, I'll only check it at break time. 
Um, but I, I'm, uh, I'm like you. Uh, sometimes I get on Facebook, I get, uh, well, like you were before you deleted it. I, you get on there and you're right. You get off, you log off or you shut the app down. You're like, wow, I am just, I just, my brain's been washed. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I totally feel it. I've seen, and I'm sure you've seen it too. I've seen friendships come to an end on Facebook because oh, of a, hell yeah. because of a political stance or, you know, we do so much texting. We get so much information from just reading a text or an article that um, we lose the context in which the person was writing it in. Yeah. And we just take it all in a, and take it all so wrong. I had an experience like that myself not too long ago where a text message got um, misread and taken a certain way, completely out of context. And, yeah. you know, you had to, you know, I had to, to fix something because um, that's not at all the impression I was trying to give off. It's yeah. just, a, you know, and everybody can relate to that, I think, nowadays. Oh, yeah. Uh, my fiance will attest to this as well. At the end, right before, like when I finally said, you know what, I'm fucking deleting this, I would get on Facebook and I would fight. I mean, I would Facebook argue for hours. She'd be like, honey, what's for dinner? I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm goddamn, I'm gonna tell this motherfucker. Like, I really just like rage typing. And she's like, you need to chill with that. And I'm like, you know what, this is getting out of hand. I'm gonna delete this. And like, that was all I would do. I would go in there and find people whose opinions did not align with mine. And I would, get on there and just vomit my opinion all over their comment section. I'm like, let's do this. And it was bad. I mean, I would ignore, ignore work and just be sitting there at work, not working, just fighting on Facebook, man. It was ridiculous. We'll and then, then sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say sometimes what happens, uh, what, I, what I end up doing is um, I start to agitate people. Yeah. Like I will purposely, I will purposely just start poking them because they're getting so worked up and it's so easy. And I, I shouldn't do that. I should, yeah. I should be more, I should be more mature okay. and not do that. But there's sometimes where, uh, yeah, I've also been called, I've been called a, uh, GIF assassin. The GIF assassin. <laughs> oh yeah. Because a lot of times I'll just post a GIF if somebody makes a con like comment and that's generally how I answer uh, I'll carve them up with some good GIFs. <laughs> oh okay like the image the gif yeah, yeah okay yeah. i was like what is a gif assassin? is it gif or gif or whatever we I don't call it know. gifs but i'm from west virginia so okay. who knows what it's really called <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah speaking of social media um if you want to find us on social media you can find us on twitter at beware of strange we're also on Instagram at Beware of Strange. We did have a Facebook, but when I deleted mine, it uh, deleted that one as well. Um, I might fire it back up in the future. Who knows? But also working on BewareOfStrangers.com. If you know someone who wants to be on the show or if you're listening and want to be on the show, you can go to BewareOfStrangers.com. And that's where I'm going to be taking all my bookings now because I'm horrible with the um, with the inbox. Um, I'll agree to a show and then forget and then double book and all this stuff. So I'm just going to do it all online. That way I have it all laid out for me. So um, yeah, beware of strangers.com and you don't have any more websites or anything you want to plug, correct? No, that's correct. Okay, cool, man. I appreciate you being on. We're, we went over a little bit, but um, yeah, man, it's been fun. I really appreciate you being on and any last words or anything you want to say to anybody listening? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for having me on. Uh, oh, it's been a lot of lot of fun. It's really cool what you're doing, and um, I just want to say, 
Hey to my kids. I know they're going to download and listen to this. So uh, I hope your dad didn't embarrass you too much. <laughs> <laughs> Which he did. Uh, I don't well, think I, had to, it, you could do nothing. And you're like, Dad, why did you? You're so cringy, Dad. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> I already got the warning when I told my son I was doing this. He said, Dad, just don't embarrass me, please, Dad. Just, just don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> Shout out to your kids, too, by the way. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, man. Well, I'll stay in touch. I'll send you a message after I end this, and uh, you have a good day, okay? Thanks, Gary. You take care. Thanks for having me on. No problem. See you, bud. See you, pal.